Hold up. I'm in sport mode. What's up? Welcome back, Pod Squad. I am introducing a little something new called Pep Talks. I've seen a few other creators do these before, and I really like the concept of just giving you really small, bite-sized, tangible little nuggets, all these golden nuggets I always talk about in a quick hit episode that you can save and replay when you need it in the moment you might need it. You can always come back to it. Make sure you save this. And today we're going to talk about ding, 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 fear. Stay with me here. I promise it's going to be a good one because we've all felt this way. I myself have felt this way. I've worked with so many different coaches, sports psychs, all kinds of people to get ahead of my fear, not only in the arena of performance, but also just in every aspect of my life, how to show up confidently and take bold action, make brave decisions, make good choices, all that stuff. So this week in class, I've said this a few times, and I honestly don't know where I pulled this from. I know that Mel Robbins talks about reframing your brain and the biology of your brain, but we've heard this tale as old as time, fight or flight mode. And this comes to fear and anxiety. And fear and anxiety are kind of like buddies. They're like best friends, like kind of like skipping down the street arm in arm with each other because usually we are anxious over something we're we're in fear of. So for me, this has looked a lot like dissecting my performance anxiety around soul cycle specifically and performing and having to show up even when you don't feel 100% and just doing it over and over and over again and maxing out all the time. Like being better, bigger, like you really can't coast. And I myself have had a lot of trouble overcoming the chatter in my own brain. And I've worked with my sports psychologist on and off when I've gone through extremely challenging seasons. And I just feel like fear is in the driver's seat, literally just wrenching me forward in my life. And I'm just white knuckling it instead of having a good time. And so back to fight or flight, we all know what fight or flight is. It is honestly a very archaic part of our brain that's meant to keep us alive. And thank God we have it because in the circumstances where we truly need it, it's, it is the thing that could, it's a life or death situation. However, I feel like most of us on a daily basis don't need, don't necessarily need that spawn response in our body. So it's almost falsified. And this is what would happen to me a lot with anxiety. It would feel like I, it would feel like I could, I like was going to die. It would feel like my heart started racing and my fingers and my toes would get really numb. I would feel like I was going to faint. Like I feel like I didn't have control of my body. It was the craziest thing. And nine times out of 10, it was just, it was all like psychosomatic in the sense of nothing was really wrong. I had eaten before class. I had enough water. I got an IV, like all the medical things would check out. And for whatever reason, my body would take myself that far to the badlands just because I was so nervous or scared or whatever to perform or be a perfectionist or what are people going to think of me, etc. And it's just so crazy that your body can actually like simulate, can actually make yourself feel like that when there's really no true danger. And I'd like to say also, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I am not a therapist. I am simply pulling from my own life experience when it comes to this. And having been an elite performer for 
nearly a decade, this is what has come up for me. And this is what I found to be extremely helpful when stepping into any scary situation. And I think it can be applied to not only performance, but also any arena where you're going to put yourself out there and it's going to be a little scary. I used to get really, really upset and be like, why body? Like, why are you doing this? There is nothing wrong. I've given you everything. I've taken every physical possible precaution. I've given you nutrition. Like I have done everything. I've gone above and beyond and I would get so, so, so mad. And my sports psychologist would be like, you need to tell your fear to go sit in the corner and watch you perform. And I always found this kind of funny because I was like, that's such a weird thing to literally tell your anxiety, go sit in the corner and watch me do my thing. But that was really, really helpful for me because I knew I had the confidence and I possessed the skill set. And yet I was second guessing myself because my brain was trying to keep me safe. And I think now the hardest part about that is there's really no true danger. There are no lions and tigers and bears. Oh my, we need to run from our brain. I feel like nine times out of 10 is trying to keep us safe, like our feeling safe. Our ego doesn't want to get bruised. And it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't put yourself out there. What if they make fun of you? What if something bad happens? What if someone doesn't like your class? What if someone doesn't like your speech? What if someone doesn't like your presentation, et cetera, et cetera. I really feel like now it's almost more vain, like vanity metrics of your ego and your feelings versus physical. Obviously, this doesn't apply if you're going to go jump out of a plane or do something really crazy that could elicit the response of like extreme danger because it is extremely dangerous. But I'm talking about in our everyday lives doing something that really isn't that dangerous, but our body responds in such a wild way. So back to the go sit in the corner and watch me do my thing. Something that I said this week that I found really, really helpful, like I was like, ooh, damn, that is good. And I want to talk a little bit extra about it is something I've been calling sport mode. Now I might be dating myself or whatever, but I remember there was a TikTok or a real sound, you know, because we all walk around listening to these sounds over and over, like the corn song or whatever. It's just so ridiculous. But I remember there being a sound about I'm in sport mode. And this concept came over to me when I was really thinking about, okay, so if you're in the fear and you're in the stirring of it, how do you reprogram your brain to be like, settle down and watch me do my thing? And this would always really piss me off because I'd be like, brain, get on board with what I'm about to do now. Like, I need you to be like really, really good right now. I need you to not be talking me out of this. But biologically, your brain sole purpose is to keep you alive and well. And so I used to get really, really mad. Like, what the fuck? Like, why won't my brain just like let this go? It's not bad. It's not that bad. It's not that scary. But I would be like paralyzed by my own fear. And so the concept of like, go sit in the corner and watch me do my thing for me has turned into sport mode. And sport mode is the gear that I kick myself into to override the programming in my brain that tells me danger, danger, danger. That tells me to to retreat. That tells me to retract. That tells me to head for the hills. I'd turn back now if I were you. If you're anything like me, you think in movies and pictures or songs, I'm very creative brain in that sense. And so I literally think of the part in Jurassic Park where he has to override the system in the computer. And I mean, there are a million scenes in movies. The social network is another one. There's this whole computer programming algorithm scene where they finally make it work. Like that is literally basically what you have to tell your brain. Like, no, I'm overriding this response because I know 
know I possess the skill set to do this shit and I need you to just pipe down. But instead of getting angry, like I even feel like I'm like getting angry on the, the mic right now, but I'm not getting angry. I'm just passionate about this because it's, it's seriously such a game changer. Like, thank you, brain. I appreciate you. I love you. I really, really thank you so much for trying to keep me safe and my ego safe and my feelings safe, but that's not going to help me get to that next best version of myself. That's not going to help me level up and that's not going to help me grow. So I need you to take a seat in the back seat and I need to get in the driver's seat and I'm going to flick this thing into supercharge mode and supercharge mode. I dead ass think of the scene in the first fast and the furious movie where Vin Diesel and Paul Walker RIP are racing and they're going as fast as they can. It's like their feet are full down on the throttle and everything in the car and their brain was probably being like, turn back now, turn back now, turn back now. Oh no. And then you flick it in the NOS. Like, you know, that NOS, I don't even know what that is. I'm not a car person. I just know it like, supercharges the car and makes it go faster like that is literally your brain when you override it and say nope I'm gonna do the scary thing I'm gonna go into the board meeting and give the presentation I'm going to insert whatever it is here your scenario scenario that you are shying away from or you feel like you're retreating from just because your brain is telling you danger danger oh no this is scary this is bad but you like actually dead ass. The, the only way you can actually do this is, and it sounds so crazy, is just by doing the scary thing. Literally telling your brain, nope, F that. Go sit in the corner. Go sit down. Watch me do my thing. I need you to sit in the back seat. I'm in the driver's seat and flick that nose and literally flip the switch into sport mode. And sport mode is you raising your hand, is standing up and answering questions, is doing the program, the meeting, the performance, the audition. It that It's that version of you that is putting yourself out there over and over and over again. And the more you do that, the more you stand up to that fear and anxiety and say, go sit in the corner and watch me do my thing. Get in the back seat. I'm in the driver's seat. The more you do that, the better you're going to get at driving the car in sport mode. Like, yes, it's scary. Yes, it's faster. Yes, it, it's like gives you all the tinglies and the crazies. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. I'd have to relate it to if I were to take some crazy, super fast car out. And the first time I did it, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then the the allure and the scariness would start to wear off because I'm like, oh, I got this. Go sit in the back. Watch me do my thing. I'm so curious how this landed for you, how it resonated. If it caught you in a time where you need it the most, please tag me on Instagram. And if you can find it in your heart, if you listen to the podcast all the time and leave a five-star review and comment, it would mean the absolute world to me. That is how the podcast gets pushed out to more and more people. And if you know me, you know I'm all about creating those waves, those ripple effects, all of that good stuff. And until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.